This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. Small Biz America. And you have found us once again, Small Biz America, here on the Biz Talk Radio Network. I am your host, David Wolf. Hope you're having a great week in your business. If your small business is in need of capital, we can help. Just visit us at smallbizamerica.com. Click on Business Finance in the navigation. You'll find a little short form, and we'll get the process rolling. We've got capital for you at Small Biz America. And if you'd like to host your own radio show and use it as a platform for your business or enterprise, contact me through smallbizamericaradio.com. Great show this week. Uh, We've got Jim Koch. He's actually the founder of the Boston Beer Company and the famous Samuel Adams brand. He's coming up in just 20 seconds or so. Also, we've got Dr. Stephen Lindner. Say that fast three times. Lindner. He's an expert in talent acquisition assessment and hiring. And Gabe Arnold, of course, joins us on segment four of the Small Biz Brain. Up up first, we have Jim Koch. He built this company, the famous Boston Beer Company, and the well-known Samuel Adams brand from the ground up in uh, starting somewhere around 1984 when there was absolutely no map for doing this. The industry wasn't even really created yet, and he did it amongst doubts and fears from his family, friends, and colleagues. Actually, they thought he was a little crazy. He'll tell us about that. And uh, today, the company and the success of Samuel Adams, of course, are well-recognized internationally. Jim captures his entrepreneurial journey and insight with honesty and humanity in his new book, Quench Your Own Thirst, Business Lessons Learned Over a Beer or Two. I've got a few right here. Jim, welcome to the program. Well, it's a pleasure to be on the air with you. Can I 
actually, can I have a beer or do I have to do this sober? No, you should absolutely, in the spirit of the spirit, yeah, I think a beer is in order here. All we, right. Well, thank you. I'm going to enjoy one. Uh, you got to enjoy. You got to enjoy. Uh, th- this all started from, I, I have a sense that you were quite passionate when this all unfolded and the, the, the entrepreneurial seizure uh, occurred for you. Where, where did all of this come from? What's that, what was that initial spark to create this, this whole uh, product and brand? Well, there was sort of a couple of threads that, that came together in starting Sam Adams back, uh, gosh, 1984. And, and as you pointed out, there was really no, uh, well, there was no craft beer industry. In fact, the name craft beer didn't even exist yet. There were, you know, a handful of sort of crazies, uh, scaled-up homebrewers, people who were very passionate about beer, kind of making uh, what turned into the craft beer industry in a handful of locations around the U.S. And for me, you know, I had one thread, which was uh, every oldest son in my family uh, has been a brewer for six generations. So uh, I kind of had that (laughs) gravitational pull of family history. And on the other hand, um, I... Uh, I'd been a manufacturing consultant. I'd worked with big companies. Uh, and I was kind of uh, at a point in my life where I decided I didn't want to be a consultant anymore, um, but I didn't want to take the normal path back then, which was to go into you know, corporate America, because um, I'd seen up close uh, and personal the dysfunctions and you know the sort of the uh, almost you know, uh, inhumanity of big organizations, and I I didn't want to be part of that. So I started fishing around for ideas, and the Mm -hmm. idea of starting a small brewery in the United States to make, you know, great, world-class American beer, which didn't exist at the time. You know, back then, everybody thought American beer was cold and fizzy and in a can, and, and maybe you could crush it on your forehead. And I thought, wait, from you know, as I came from a brewing background. I knew I could make great beer in the United States. So that was the simple idea. And as you brought this idea to your father and to people around you, they they did think you were a little nuts, right? And and I'm curious, you know, uh, t- just talk about how the emotional content around that and pushing forward. It had to be crazy in and of itself. Well, um, you know, a lot of people look at it that way, and there's a fair bit of truth in it. You, know, my dad thought this was about the dumbest idea I'd ever had. And, you know, he came from, from beer and brewing, uh, and he right. thought the big guys were going to grind me up like they had, you know, put out of business all the other uh, small regional breweries that used to exist in this country. But, uh, and, and, of course, there was risk there. But one of the things that, you know, popped up as I was writing Quench Your Own Thirst, the, the book you talked about, um, was that we think about risk in, uh, in the wrong way, you know, because everybody looks at what I did and say, well, you had this great job, you're making good money, you know, it was very secure, and you left that all behind to do something that was so risky. And while there is truth to that, um, the biggest risk was not leaving my stable, secure job. The biggest risk was staying there and doing something that I didn't love 
um, even though it paid good money and you know it was a pretty good job, um, had I stayed there, I probably would have gotten you know to the age of sixty and look back and say, "Oh my gosh, I wasted my life." You know, I never did what I really, really wanted to do, and and by leaving and taking the risk that I took, I avoided a much bigger risk of wasting my life because. The worst that could have happened to me was, okay, the the company failed. I lose right. all my money. You right. know, uh, okay, big deal. So I'd be at that point, you know, I started when I was 34. So yeah. Yeah. how bad is it? I'm 37 years old. The company's right. failed. I've gone bankrupt. But I'm not going to starve. I'm not going to be homeless. You know, I'm going to pick myself up and find something else to do. And that's not the end of the world. It's okay. I just love that reframe on risk for our listeners who are largely entrepreneurs or small business people. Uh, what is the real risk is the question you asked yourself there. And uh, I, I just love the framework of that. Um, there was a, a, I'll call him a pivotal figure, a mentor in terms of developing. Of course, now I'm fast forwarding a bit through the development of uh, the, the, the company you built, Samuel Adams, the product. Joe, I'm not sure I've got his name, Owades, is it Owades? Dr. Joe Owades, talk about your experience with him and what he brought to the table. And if you could just sort of wrap that into, we've got folks listening that that can look to a mentor to help them do the the work of building a business. Talk a little bit about Joe. Yeah, I I call him our Yoda um, because, you know, he was the best in the world at doing something was really important to the success of Boston Beer Company because I realized early on, um, partly from my dad, he said, you know, Jim, remember, you know, people don't drink the marketing. They drink the beer. So make great (laughs) beer. And that was our, you know, our central uh, challenge was to make great beer consistently with every batch. And so I looked around and said, well, who's the best brewmaster? In the United States, and that was Dr. Awades, and he was very expensive. I couldn't afford really to pay him uh, the the money that he commanded, but uh, I gave him two percent of the company, and that wow. of course turned out very well for him and very well for me because he was an important part of our success. So I guess what I learned from that, if there's something that you really in a business, there's one or two things that you really have to do very, very well. The other 98 things you can be adequate. But for us, the two things we had to do was make great beer and work our butts off to sell it. And I felt if if I did those two things, I didn't have to be great at accounting or at, you know, hiring and firing or construction or any of that other stuff. If I could do those two things, you know, at a world-class level, I would succeed, yeah. and Joe helped us do one of those two things. I love that idea that, that you, the two things, it really came down to a, a focus, and Joe helped you tremendously there. Of course, it's all in the book. If you're just joining us, we're visiting with Jim Koch. He's the author of Quench Your Own Thirst, Business Lessons Learned on, uh, Over a Beer or Two. Of course, uh, we're enjoying that as we speak even though we are completely virtual and across the country from each other. But uh, we're, do- but we're, we're doing beer. it. It's, it's imaginative <laughs> yeah. real beer. Yes, exactly. Uh, I got about a minute left for this segment. 
I want to talk uh, after the break about your your approach to hiring people around you. The look hard for talent and then look again is actually the name of the chapter in the book by uh, Jim Koch. And uh, and from there, I, I want to cover a few other things that are, that are sort of fundamental to your story and that I grabbed from the book that I thought would be exciting t- for our uh, listeners to at least get a little bit of a tease around. One is called the F.U. Rule, Why Truth Matters, and we're going to talk about that as well with Jim. And and finally, the, the rule of selling. Uh, you know, we all go out to market with a product. We think we're selling, but we may not be selling at all. So, uh, Jim, uh, great stuff. And um, there's also something you like to call the string theory, which we'll uh, explore as well right after the break. Don't go away. We're with Jim Koch. He's the founder of the Boston Beer Company. You know the brand. Sometimes what you want most from your car is nothing. No headaches, no surprises, no anxiety when it's late at night and you're on some distant freeway in a thunderstorm. Owning a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz can be that anxiety-free experience on every level. You know you're in one of the safest and most thoughtfully engineered vehicles on the road. And with an unlimited mileage warranty, you can drive as far as you want for up to three years with roadside assistance included. Your sense of confidence and adventure are as unlimited as the warranty itself. Now you can drive the car of your dreams and realize that nothing is everything. And during the certified pre-owned sales event, now through August 31st, you can receive two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and 0.99% APR financing on select models available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. You've waited long enough. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. APR offer available only to qualified customers. Call 1-800-FOR-MERCEDES for details about costs and terms. National Funding Group has just released $100 million in easy access small business funding to businesses that gross at least $100,000 a year. You can have fast access up to $500,000 in new business capital in as little as 48 hours. Think about the ways you could grow your business if you had up to a half a million dollar cash infusion. Call a NFG funding expert now. The process is easy. It only takes about five minutes. Then our management-owned lending team looks at your application for a fast approval. You can get 100% funded in about two days. If you need up to $500,000 in working capital to run your business and you gross at least $100,000 a year, call NFG and apply today. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-547-6533. 800-547-6533. 800-547-6533. 
1-877-657-6533. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-547-6533. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates Still at historic lows. You can't afford to wait. Call 800-605-5370. 800-605-5370. Call 800-605-5370. BizTalkRadio.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. David Wolf back with you on Small Biz America on the Biz Talk Radio Network. We're here with Jim Cook. By the way, I mispronounced his name in the previous segments. So sorry, folks. It's Jim Cook. He's the founder of Samuel Adams, the Boston Beer Company. We're talking about his book, Quench Your Own Thirst, Business Lessons Learned Over a Beer or Two. Jim, welcome back. Great to be back. So, actually, the audience took a break and we had a beer. I get it. Um, So... Your approach to looking for talent, the chapter actually is called Look Hard for Talent and Then Look Again. So what do small business owners not always get about how to look for talent when they're building a team? Well, the thing that I learned was um, don't hire a resume. We didn't hire experienced beer people. We didn't hire people um, who had, you know, education and and. Uh, background as, as you would normally do. Uh, my first hire actually was uh, a woman named Rhonda Kalman. She was, you know, an unlikely hire, 22 years old, didn't have a college degree. Um, she was actually my secretary, um, but she was talented, energetic, resourceful, a great people person, uh, amazing work ethic. And so she went from being my secretary to um, when, you know, 15 years later, she had 200 and some people working for her at Boston Beer Company and helped me build the company. But if you were just looking at resumes, you would have dismissed her. Yes, and in that instance, if you were looking at age and experience, you probably would have dismissed her as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I was looking for, you know, characteristics and exactly. behaviors and what were they really going to do. That's a huge, huge uh, idea for those of, in business and uh, as they build a team. Now, you've got something in your that you created in your culture called the F.U. rule. And what this really points to is always telling the truth. Why does the truth matter? Of course, you and I know the truth matters. But for the benefit of our audience, how do you frame the truth 
in terms of the evolution of a culture for a company that ultimately scaled up pretty big. Yeah, one of the things that drove me crazy when I was a consultant is working in larger organizations where people were afraid to say what they knew because, you know, their boss wouldn't like it or it would make somebody uncomfortable or they, whoever they was, don't want to hear that. Um, if I tell the truth, there'll be retribution. So, um, and, and that was very dysfunctional because sure. generally, you know, the people closest to the problems, like the, the salespeople or the people on the, you know, the plant floor, they're the ones that have the most valuable knowledge. So unless that flows easily up uh, to the decision makers, companies make bad decisions. So the rule that I tell everybody on their first day, it's called the FU rule, and it uh, basically goes like this. If it's okay at Boston Beer Company to say FU to somebody, anybody, including me, if that's the way you really feel. The responsibility that goes along with that freedom is, having said, you know, F you, you have to realize that's just an emotive statement. It doesn't have any content. So you have to explain right. what you right. meant by that and explain what the person did to put you in that special F you frame of mind and then be willing to listen um, with mutual respect to the other side of the story and work towards a, a solution. And that's been very useful at Boston Beer as we've grown to keep, you know, free, open communication flowing so that, you know, we do make good decisions. Was there, were there any challenges in what I'll call institutionalizing culture overall, including that rule? But just is it challenging to grow and scale and add people? As you mentioned in the book, every time you add somebody, your whole culture really, you know, sort of shocks into another uh, yeah, every a modality of change, person, you know. Yeah, it changes the company a little yeah. bit. So um, we have been very careful about, you know, hiring people who we hire. We spent a lot of time and effort trying to find really great people, attract them, and then, you know, have them grow and develop and get trained uh, when they're here. So we've focused a lot on because one of the things I learned uh, in 32 years with Boston Beer Company is at the end of the day, all business comes down to people. Everything happens with, by, and through people. So you have to f spend way more time on people than you really, you know, than you think going in. Yeah, yeah. Not product, not process, but people and uh, people yep. first, really. Yeah, that's it's so... If you've so, got great uh, people and they know what they're supposed to do, yeah. your life is easy. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about your golden rule of selling and, and ask you simply, what is selling from your standpoint? What is that? What did you learn about selling? Well, you know, I came in to, when I started Sam Adams, um, you know, not really understanding what selling was all about. And um, I was fortunate in a perverse way that, when I started, no distributor would carry my beer. They all thought this was a really stupid idea. All five beer distributors in Boston turned me down. So the only way I could actually get my beer into the market was to put cold beer in my briefcase and go from bar to bar trying to sell it myself. And out of that, 
I, I, I got a lot of respect for the selling process. And culturally in the U.S., we kind of look down our nose at salesmen. We don't, you know, we think of used car salesmen and things like that. Um, and what I discovered is that selling is a very noble process when it's done right. Because what, you know, to be effective as a salesperson, not, not sleazy sales, but building long-term relationships, we have a golden rule, which is never ask, the customer to do something that is not in their long-term best interest. So, you know, what I was trying to do when I was selling Sam Adams was to ask myself, you know, how does this beer that I'm offering help this customer accomplish their objectives? Not mine, yes. but theirs. How does it help them make more money? How does it help them, you know, upgrade the image of their bar or their restaurant, how does it help them, you know, offer their customers something unique and special? And that was how I approached selling. This was many years ago before this term we like to use now, customer centricity, or customer-centric uh, approach to sales even existed. So uh, by, uh, you know, part of the term, I'm sh you're schlepping the beer around to these little bars around Boston. Uh, Getting this new appreciation—it's—it's—it's it's, it's quite profound, and and recontextualizing what you're bringing in in your briefcase to them in a way that uh, it changes their business, changes their life. Um, yes, this, that makes this you is, feel good about selling—that you realize yeah. I'm helping them, and and it also means you know sometimes I'd go into an account in a bar and I'd think, no, this is you know this is a Budweiser bar. They're not going to be able to sell Sam Adams. I don't want them to buy it from me. I'll come back in a couple of years. I love that. Jim Cook has been our guest on this segment today on Small Biz America. He's the author of Quench, Your Own Thirst. You can find it everywhere and anywhere uh, throughout the world. Uh, the subtext, business lessons learned over a beer or two. It's time for us to go get a beer or two. Make it a Sam Adams. Jim, thanks so much for joining us on the program. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans. You could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line, like a boss. Call 800-QUICKEN today or visit us online at quickenloans.com. A Quicken Loans refinance gives you the financial power to enhance your life and pursue your passion. Our passion is client service. Here's the proof. For six years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction. And for the second year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN and buy in. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Home buy. Refi. Power. Visit JDPower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Due to an upturn in the economy, Main Street Business Loans has pre-approved the release of millions of dollars in small business funding. Your business may already be pre-approved to receive up to $250,000. We've sent out millions of pre-approval letters. We see the economy growing, and our underwriters believe now is the time to invest in your business so you can grow faster and make more money. And we're prepared to give you up to $250,000 to do it. 
Your funds can be available in five days. There are no application fees, no annual fees, just quick access to up to $250,000. If your business did not receive your approval letter to get up to $250,000, call Main Street Business Loans Approval Desk now. 800-430-7570, that's 800-430-7570. Have you heard? Proactive Plus is faster and better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin? acne well we have great news with proactive plus your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening don't miss this limited time offer give us a call at 800-726-1031 because we're going to let a million people try proactive plus risk-free and get two free gifts and also receive free shipping when you call right now you heard it this offer won't last long so call proactive plus now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of proactive plus two free extras and free shipping call 800-726-1031 this is our exclusive radio offer never on tv get your risk-free 60-day trial of proactive plus with free shipping that's right free shipping don't wait call 800-726-1031 that's 800-726-1031 here's george foreman with invent health hi i'm george foreman do you have an idea for a new product or invention people ask me all the time george how do i get my idea in front of companies how do i get a patent what do i do next do you have the same questions i'll tell you like i'll tell them all call my friend at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-351-1453. That's 1-800-351-1453. Again, 1-800-351-1453. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-1588, 800-439-1588, It's time for another PR and SEO quick tip with Melanie Rembrandt. Melanie, I'm a small business owner. Why should I send out a press release? Well, David, as 
you know, press releases are a great way to build buzz online and remind media members and customers that you have current news, products, and services. And the good news is press releases don't need to be expensive. You can write one yourself. All you do is follow the standard releases at sites like PR Newswire or Business Wire. Then you simply send it out to specific media members and customers and post it on free sites. And also, if you add keywords for the search engines, you'll get more coverage online. Now, it takes a little time and effort, but you can build buzz with press releases without spending a fortune. Want to boost sales fast with public relations and search engine optimization? Listen to PR and SEO Quick Tips with Melanie Rembrandt and visit rembrandtwrites.com forward slash radio for your free newsletter, exclusive tips, and more. Small Biz. Small Biz America. Dr. Stephen Lindner is the founder of the Workplace Group. They're a leading tank, uh, leading think tank and provider of talent acquisition and recruitment processes. Uh, and they help companies do employees, which is a big part of any small business. Uh, Steve is also an expert in talent acquisition, assessment, and hiring. Uh, he's got a Ph.D. in industrial and organizational psych from the Stevens Institute and contributes uh, to many publications, including American National Standard, HRO Today, Mental Measurement Yearbook, and others that we all know outside of the industry, Forbes and USA Today. He joins us on the line. Stephen, welcome to the program. Thank you, David. The Workplace Group, I wanted to lay the groundwork for this segment, Stephen. Tell us, what exactly do you do at the Workplace Group? What is the purpose of the firm? Well, the, the, the Workplace Group is a provider of talent acquisition and recruitment process outsourcing services. So what that basically means is that we represent the employer uh, and we help all of our employers find great talent. We screen that talent. Uh, we help them assess and qualify that talent. And we do everything we need to do to get them uh, on board and, um, you know, in their seats and chairs and at their desks to start their job. Mm -hmm. Are there particular industries or types of uh, companies that you tend to serve more than others, or does it run the gamut? It really runs the gamut. Uh, we are generalists by nature. Uh, you know, we do have particular expertise just simply because of our client base, but got all sorts of industries from telecommunications to IT to finance to uh, accounting, um, engineering, telecommunications, uh, and even education. So we have a pretty good uh, uh, diversity of, of client base. And I, I'm guessing uh, from the notes from uh, in preparation for this segment, you do have small firms like most of what I would say our audience is here today and also Fortune 500, right? Absolutely. You know, the great the nice thing about our services is they're, you know, they're not just for the large employer or the larger employer. We also have uh, many smaller uh, employers. And, and some of them are just getting started. Some of them are, are growing quite nicely. I mean, some of them are even the small aren't necessarily so small. So it, you know, it runs, the, it runs a nice gamut. You know, the whole process of hiring uh, employees and building a team is, is uh, it runs very deep. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners or operators um, might think they know how to go at this, but what are some of the common mis misconceptions or to state it more positively, what are some of the insightful things or of value that you bring to the process of screening 
and engaging companies around new hires? You know, that's a fabulous question because the reality is that most people have hired somebody, uh, and everyone's capable of, you know, looking at resumes, uh, talking to candidates, interviewing them, and deciding who to hire. Uh, and and so from that viewpoint, it looks like a pretty simple process. But ironically, uh, it's actually pretty hard to hire well, and it, it's a lot more difficult than it than it often sounds. Um, so many bad hires can can happen. Uh, you know, I think the main thing that we we bring to the table is a lot of science uh, to the process of selecting people uh, and to identifying people. So we've got you know, a very structured, methodical way in which we are uh, sourcing resumes, uh, qualifying those resumes, and then to reach out to the candidate, uh, you know, knowing which questions to ask them and how to evaluate those responses, uh, and then looking at how those individuals behave throughout the entire hiring process, which starts from mm -hmm. the first, uh, you know, call out to them or, or the receipt of their resume or job application, all the way to the point where they're uh, going to get the job offer and we're now you know, ready to talk about them accepting it. But all of those things are uh, opportunities uh, to observe and make final decisions with regards to the talent you're hiring. That's fascinating. In other words, the process itself becomes sort of a, I'll call it a, a, an arc of, uh, of an interview, an evaluation, a constant sort of real-time feedback about Listen, this is a pretty monumental process we're engaged in here. We're considering you considering you for this role. How are you handling that? It's pretty stressful too. So I would imagine it brings out a lot of sort of what I'll call the emotional content, the how do they handle the communications, and of course, languaging uh, how they feel and, and how they operate. Um, this takes a lot of listening, doesn't it? A lot of observational skills. It, it sure does. And, and, you know, in a smaller business, it's even more important to get this right. You know, if you're 10,000 employees and you make one bad hire, uh, it doesn't have the same kind of catastrophic effect that it could have in an employer that might have 10 employees and now adding their 11. You know, in a small employer, a bad hire can, you know, result in losing customers, can stop your business in, in your tracks, can, can really divert a lot of the attention away from building the business to dealing with, you know, a hire you wish you would have never made. Um, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah, we just, uh, before you came on the show today, we, we featured, uh, we were visiting with Jim Cook, who's the founder of Samuel Adams, built a huge company, you know, that's international. And one of the things he said is, is similar to what we're talking about here. Each new person, particularly at the beginning when he started in 1984, completely changed his culture monumentally. So they're a much larger piece of, of the employee pool, if you will. And, and, and that's uh, important to remember. They really do. There's a cultural shift that happens. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the process itself a little bit. I've got about two and a half, three minutes left. The, sure. uh, um, are there technologies or do you do assessments or what sort of the, uh, the combination of, of things you do to sort of create a, a baseline or a platform for a decision-making process for your client? Well, listen, there's all sorts of technologies and assessments uh, out there, and, and they all have some practical use. I think the key here is starting with a uh, success profile uh, for each of the positions that you want to hire for. You, you need to start your process by understanding what are the exact skills, qualities, personality characteristics, uh, cultural elements, 
that are really desirable in building your company uh, or in, in continuing to service your customers. Uh, once you have those success profiles, then, and that's where we start our process, we then would develop a structured resume checklist so that, so that we can look at each resume and job application uh, and evaluate them on the same standards. Uh, then from there, we, we use uh, structured uh, phone screens uh, to identify the right skill sets, the right culture yeah. aspects. Uh, and then we go to structured uh, interviews. Uh, and the key here is not really so much the questions, but it's, it's the inferences you're going to make on the responses. Uh, mm. So that's your, your first couple of uh, basic steps. And, and once you get through the interview process, uh, then you have to come to a hire, not hire decision. And that's where additional observations can occur, like a background check, um, drug testing if you're using that, uh, or, or even how someone might uh, conduct themselves uh, through the interview process or through nego negotiating a, a, you know, a, a job offer. So all of those elements start to, to play in. But the first three parts, I think, are the most important. Uh, Dr. Lindner, uh, as we round out our time together today, uh, uh, are there is there a tightening of the job market? Um, if you believe the employment numbers, uh, is the market tightening now? I've got about 30 seconds here. It is absolutely tightening. We have a, uh, a talent crunch throughout the United States. Uh, unlike other talent crunches, we've seen this across industries, uh, and we've seen this uh, across regions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, All right. Great. Yeah. 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 And uh, so uh, let's uh, do this. I just realized in my notes I don't have your website. Would you please give us the website for the Workplace Group so that folks that heard this segment today can call you if they've got a company and they've got a problem they're trying to solve with their own employee needs? Absolutely. Uh, there's a, a ton of information about us at www.workplacegroup.com. They'll find a variety of research articles, uh, news articles, and, and stuff that we've written. So great resources to help everyone. Excellent. Great insights from the Workplace Group. We've been visiting with Dr. Stephen Lindner, uh, Ph.D. in industrial psych. His team can help you do the hires uh, and really help educate you on the process, how to do it right for your business. It's uh, 46 past the hour. Don't go away. We've got Gabe Arnold and the Small Biz Brain coming up in just a minute after the break. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy. I need some more school supplies for my son. Staples has everything you need for back to school at low prices every day. Great. He needs lots of mechanical pencils. Your son a big writer? No, a big loser. Uh, what? He loses pencils, backpacks, everything. There's got to be another word we can use. Back to school supplies are back for more. Staples has everything you need for back to school at low prices every day. Like 12 packs of mechanical pencils for just 75 cents. Staples, make more happen. While supplies last, ends 917, limit 30 in store, 10 online. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing ASAP. We're looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to us. And we'll give you our feedback. And if we like what we read, we will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. We handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, call Page Publishing now for your free author submission kit. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. 
That's 888-785-0618. Starting a business can be tough, but getting the word out about your business through a great website can be even tougher. That's why you need SpotOnWebsite.com. At SpotOnWebsite.com, you can register your company's domain name and even build your website overnight. It's fast, easy, and most of all, it's sure to fit your budget. SpotOnWebsite.com has a wide range of Internet products and solutions to make the most of your website, even on a small business budget. Log on to today and see for yourself at spotonwebsite.com. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right, General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices, a 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right, that's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates Still at historic lows. You can't afford to wait. Call 800-605-5370. 800-605-5370. Call 800-605-5370. Say hello to John. John dreamed of building a successful business and retiring to an exotic island in the Caribbean. He dreamed about his sales soaring and all the money that would be flowing in. He dreamed of hiring a sales team and expanding his company. Well, sadly, that dream fell apart when his bank turned down his business loan. Now John is not dreaming about going to the Caribbean anymore. He's driving around in an old beat-up pickup truck. If you need money to grow your business to new heights so you can reach your dreams, don't let the bank hold you down. You need to call Merchant Advance Express today. We can help you get qualified for up to $250,000 to grow your business any way you want. Call now to learn more. Call 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. That's 800-503-3735. BizTalkRadio.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. The Brain. 
He's the founder of CopywriterToday.net, expert in email marketing automation, sales and marketing. And of course, our recurring guest on the Small Biz Brain segment, Gabe Arnold, is joining us once again. Gabe, how are you doing? I'm doing well today, David. How are you? Doing excellent. Thank you. Uh, great show today. And, uh, you know, your theme uh, of uh, leaving it to the experts, which is what we'll talk about today in segment four, is uh, is right in line. Uh, I'll tell you, a lot of uh, business owners who are solopreneurs undoubtedly try to do a lot of stuff themselves that they have no business doing and probably don't do it so well. Uh, rather than focusing on their core skill set or the business of the business, they find their, themselves distracted by uh, trying to accomplish things they're not so good at. So talk to us a little bit about how you at uh, copywriter.net and how you, Gabe Arnold, the small biz brain, like to frame all of this. Yeah, absolutely. I was kind of reminded of this um, earlier today. I had a, a plumbing company come out to my house, and they were checking out my pressure tank and some of my other systems here. And late last year, I, I was messing around with my pressure tank and adjusting the pressure on it. Uh oh. And <laughs> I don't like where this surprise, is going. Surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, you know, I, I didn't didn't severely damage anything, but I you know, ended up, right. you know, putting in you know, setting it in a way that wasn't optimal you know, optimal. And I you know, I, I had spent a couple hours messing around with it, you know, doing that just you know, trying to figure it out. But um, you know, come to find I didn't really set it up right and I didn't help help my cause with my I have a little bit of a water pressure issue going on, which we tracked down a few minutes ago. Good. But um, it it reminded me of you know something that I've learned, and when you're when you're starting up, there's sometimes there's a need, but there's often just kind of like this desire in the startup phase to like do everything you can, or you know cover as many areas or roles as as you possibly can. And while there's nothing like inherently wrong with that, um, because it's good to know about the different areas of your business in the long run you end up sacrificing growth and, you know, your forward momentum and kind of the stamina of yourself and the company if you try to do too many things, you know, yourself. Um, and I've seen that, you know, where, you know, just because you have the ability or have some, you know, knowledge or skill in an area, it doesn't really mean you should, you know, be working in that area when you could bring in an expert. Um, and it's, you know, as an example, like obviously when I need, you know, something recorded or produced, I reach out to you, David, because it's not that I don't know how to do those things. I'm, you know, I'm pretty technically savvy and have done some creative things and some producing, but it's just not something that I have my, you know, at least 10,000 hours of time logged in. And so it doesn't come second nature. And it's, you yeah. know, so what I end up doing is I'll spend, I could spend, for instance, trying to put together you know, something in the audio or visual world, I could, you know, spend four or five or six or 10 hours working on something that would take you an hour. Um, and right. It's not that I, it's not that I don't have the capability or that I don't have the intelligence or creativity to do it, but it just takes me longer. And when in any stage of, you know, business, when you're not careful with your number one resource, which is your time, then everything, you know, things can suffer. And so I, I always like to remind myself, like, you know, do do what you're great at and then bring in other experts, you know, for for areas that you're not as, as good at, because sometimes you're just wasting your time. Sometimes you're really harming, you know, the growth of your business or your own personal, you know, health and well-being or relationships, or it can just be detrimental. So it's just something that I, I like to think about. And 
I, you know, I try to practice it and obviously I miss the boat sometimes like I shared, but it's a good thing to really, you know, keep in mind if you're trying to be successful and grow wisely. I love the plumbing example too. It's just so real time and real life uh, here. Uh, by the way, you just solved yep. the problem minutes ago before you came on the air with us. Um, you know, and sort of an addendum to all of this, or not an addendum, but an annex to this thought process is, is that it's also, and by the way, you're the king of scaling because you've got, you know, a huge team of writers now that, that, that you've scaled your, you've scaled your business successfully. So part of what also yep. can be done in addition to bringing in experts is just creating the systems that run the business so that you don't have to right. get into doing everything yourself too. So there's sort of this, this, um, the, uh, using other people as outsourced or, uh, uh, or using their expertise in addition to systematizing. I think those two ingredients can really help you focus on the business of the business or the skill of the skill, I guess, in that, because I know you are very good. If I've got it right, you're um, primarily, well, you're a conceptual guy, but you're very good at closing business, right? Isn't that really yep. the initial conversation yeah. and the intake with the client is for you, I think, where you tend to shine if I got it right. So, and you're saying yes, so I guess you mean yes. And, and so for you to be doing all the writing, even though you can do it, doesn't mean you should do it, right? Yeah, and that's that's a good example too because even though I mean if you ask me, hey, can you sit down and write me a ten thousand word guide on something, I could have it back to you in two hours. And you know, I'm very I'm very good at writing. I'm very quick. I'm very efficient. You know, I have a lot of knowledge to share, but that still doesn't mean I should be doing it anymore. Especially like you shared, like at this point we have almost sixty writers. Um, we keep growing, you know, every week, and so my job is is recruitment. I, you know, I tell my team, like my job is to recruit new customers and recruit new team members. And as you scale up and you start to become a bigger business, you have to step out of operations and the task level work. And you then have to be the recruiter, the builder, the, you know, the closer of new customer deals and new partnerships with, you know, vendors and, and folks on your team too. Right. Um, Just, and that's yeah. where, that's where you're really leveraging your time. You're exactly right. Cause like if I can bring in a great writer that can do just what I do, you know, then, you know, I'm replicating myself and that really is the, the truth of it. A along with like what you said, the systems end of it is huge and that's just as important. So, yeah. And it's, it's almost a whole nother show about systems, but, uh, it's, it's all a part of this scale. It's about, a, I think, largely many entrepreneurs have trouble letting go because they built a business around their skills initially. And then when it starts yeah. to scale, they don't know what to make of it because they've, they're used to doing everything themselves. Um, um, yep. so, so it's good stuff, Gabe. So always great to have you on the Small Biz Brain. The website, copywritertoday.net. You can also reach Gabe and his team at 888 Three. Gabe, thanks as always for joining us on The Brain. Thank you, David. That's going to wrap our show for this week here on Small Biz America on the Biz Talk Radio Network. By the way, you can have your own show on Biz Talk Radio Network. Did you know that? I'm one of the guys that helps develop that. So if you have an interest, contact us at uh, smallbizamericaradio.com. Uh, or smallbizamerica.com. There's ways to contact me through both of those websites. The radio site is a little bit more radio-centric, smallbizamericaradio.com. And uh, also, for those looking for capital or financing, we have some solutions for you. We have connectivity to capital. Uh, visit our website and click on business financing. Have a great week in your business. We'll see you next week. Uh, actually, next week I'm off, so it'll be a repeat, but the two weeks we'll have a whole fresh show for you. Enjoy.
The opinions you hear on Biz Talk Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of this station, Biz Talk Radio, its management, or advertisers. The information on Biz Talk Radio does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or securities. Please consult a professional before investing. If you have any questions about Biz Talk Radio, contact us at 817-274-1609 or at biztalkradio.com. BizTalkRadio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.